0: Welcome to the More Attention, Less Deficit podcast. This is episode 99, Earn More Free Passes. Folks with ADHD may use up their free passes too quickly sometimes, but there are ways to earn them back and keep yourself in others' good graces. Wow, episode 99. I'm going to have to think of something really good for the 100th episode. Pressure, pressure. If you have any suggestions, feel free to email me at ari at That's A R I at T U C K M A N P S Y C H dot com. I keep a list of possible topics, but you know, I'd be curious to hear what you think. The book, More Attention Deficit Success Strategies for Adults with ADHD, is available at addwarehouse.com and pretty much everywhere else, including on the Kindle. But if you enter coupon code 19380, my zip code, at addwarehouse.com, you'll save 25%. Cool. I'm psychologist Dr. Ari Tuckman, author of More Attention, Less Deficit and Integrative Treatment for Adult ADHD, a practical, easy-to-use guide for clinicians, as well as the brand new Understand Your Brain, Get More Done, the ADHD Executive Functions Workbook which is currently available exclusively through ADDWarehouse.com. For more information about the books, archives of this podcast, links to past presentations, handouts, and information about upcoming teleclasses and presentations, check out adultadhdbook.com. One of the problems with ADHD is that people with ADHD use up their free passes too quickly. They make all the same mistakes everyone else makes. They just make them more often. People with ADHD aren't inventing new mistakes. After all, everyone loses their keys sometimes or buys something on impulse. So since we all have our moments, we all get a certain number of free passes just for being imperfect. Granted, some people are really stingy about those free passes, whereas others are more generous. But no one should expect you to be perfect. The best part is that you earn a few more free passes as time goes on, kind of like vacation days. So as long as you don't use them up faster than you earn new ones, you should be in good shape. But that, of course, is the problem with ADHD. You use up your free passes too quickly. This is especially true before you're diagnosed, perhaps start treatment, and adopt some ADHD-friendly strategies that help you be more consistent so you don't use them up so fast. Fortunately, things do get better once you know what you're doing. But what do you do about those free passes that you're still burning? Related to this, how do you convince others and maybe even convince yourself that your old track record no longer applies? That you have figured some things out and are now on a better path and thereby deserve those free passes more? This may be especially the case with people where the relationship is especially strained. I see this a lot with clients, probably because having lots of strained relationships is a pretty good reason to go talk to someone like me. By contrast, the people who are doing pretty well tend to not pay for the privilege of hanging out in my office for 50 minutes. No matter how good your batting average is and how quickly you're using up your free passes, The process of earning more free passes comes down to some of the same basic ideas. The short answer is that free passes are earned by being diligent, by showing the other person that you're working hard and putting in good effort, that the mistakes aren't the result of you not caring enough or of being sloppy. The key word in that last sentence is showing. The other person needs to know that you're doing your best because it's easy to assume that ADHD-based struggles are a matter of choice and not of information processing weaknesses. So make sure that people know that you're trying. It's really hard to convince someone else to do the work of being generous with a free pass when they believe that you are slacking in the first place. Most people won't expect it to be perfect, but they will expect you to give it a good shot. So make it easy for them to see that. But what do you do when, despite your good intentions and best efforts, something still falls through the cracks? You can't go back in time and rewrite history, so you need to bite the bullet and deal with it. This means being honest about what happened and being clear about what you had intended to happen. As tempting as it is to try to get out of this bad situation with a little white lie, The cost is that if you're found out, you lose more free passes next time, especially if something, you know, could kind of go either way. The other person will be less likely to give you the benefit of the doubt if they suspect that you're trying to cover something up, minimize it, or get out of it. One small lie casts a long shadow. So it's often better to just be honest about it and focus instead on what you can do now to make the situation better. Of course, it should be noted here that just because you're the one with ADHD doesn't mean that you're the only one who could have forgotten something or, you know, whatever happened. You may be the more likely candidate based on your and the other person's relative track records, but that doesn't mean that it's always you. We all find ourselves occasionally in those situations where it's hard to know definitively what happened, as in, did I forget to tell you or did you forget that I told you? By the time you realize that something fell through the cracks, it doesn't really matter how it happened. It's not a court of law. We don't need to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt who's at fault. In that moment of realization, it may be unclear whose fault it is, but it's probably become both people's problem. For example, if someone was was supposed to pick up milk and they didn't, neither of you has any milk in the fridge. Now what are you gonna do about it? Finding someone to blame doesn't make the milk appear. So the way to preserve your free passes is to just handle it directly and non-defensively. For example, by saying something like, I don't really know what happened there. It's possible that you asked me to get some, but, you know, I just, I really don't remember. So if I drop the ball, you know, I apologize for it. You know, I'm sorry that 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 happened. But what are we going to do now? How do we fix this? Hopefully the other person is more interested in having milk in their coffee tomorrow and less interested in a witch hunt. Hopefully most people will be more willing to leave the pass in the past if they feel like there's a clear plan to solve the present problem. Show that you're willing to do your part. That's a great way to get that free pass back. In all this talk of earning back free passes, we should probably talk about those people who are really stingy with those passes, as in the people who are exceedingly interested in a witch hunt where someone must be found guilty. By which I mean someone other than them, of course, which means you. Some people really need someone to blame, to be found at fault, and they work really hard to convince you that it isn't them. As much as they're trying to pin it all on you, This probably tells you a lot about their psychology. Why is it so hard for them to accept some of the responsibility? Why does it have to be about blame and fault? Why so critical? We've all come across people like this, and they're not easy to deal with. Unfortunately, they make not only your life more difficult, but they also make their own lives a lot harder than they need to be. It's a lot of work to never be found responsible. No one is that good. So these folks pay a really high price for the standards that they place on themselves and others. So when I talk about accepting responsibility for things, I mean accepting the appropriate amount of responsibility. This means not accepting someone else's responsibility also. It's about balance and everybody doing their share. Taking a bullet for someone else may make them feel better in the moment, but it doesn't push them to address their issues regarding their unrealistic standards. By blaming others for everything, they don't work on accepting their own imperfections and don't come to learn that life doesn't need to be that hard. So they're going to have their own work to do, but you can make it more likely that they will do so by not giving them a free pass on trying to blame others. Responsibility works best when everyone does their share, not more, but also not less. I am really looking forward to my upcoming two-night teleclass called the ADHD and Executive Functions Forum, Understand Your Brain to Manage Your Life, which will be February 21st and 22nd from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The goal is to really get into this subject and cover it much more deeply than the typical 60 or 90 minute presentation, which just kind of whips by, at least if you're the presenter. I just finished the handouts and I added a whole lot of new stuff that I haven't covered before. So um, turns out I'll be sharing over 100 specific strategies and you know the funny part is even with a four hour teleclass I still had to leave a bunch out. So I guess we're good for the sequel. Now, after my teleclasses, Stephanie Sarkis will also be presenting on ADHD and money management on March 20th and 21st, and Teresa Cerulli, who's also an excellent presenter, will be presenting on ADHD medication matters on May 15th and 16th, so lots of really good stuff. Um, You can find more information on the Cool Events page at adultadhdbook.com. I have a number of other upcoming teleclasses and presentations coming up as well, so, you know, check out the presentations page also. Finally, I am really psyched that a former classmate has arranged for me to come out to Greece to present uh, in May, and two friends from the Chad conferences are also bringing me out to Turkey since I'll be kind of just next door. So, if you live somewhere really awesome and want me to present, bring it on. And, you know, if you live somewhere kind of boring, I'd still consider it. Presenting is always fun. Until next time, thanks for lending me your attention.